What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Speed Force Media. My name's Derek, and today we are talking about Michael B. Jordan shooting down Superman rumors. Across the Spider-Verse was apparently plagued with production problems, and the Arrow versus Mark Guggenheim has not had even so much as a meeting with DC Studios' James Gunn and Peter Safran. But before we get into it, if you are a fan of any of that type of content, then please consider subscribing to the channel because that's pretty much all we talk about and it really helps support us and reach more listeners like you. Thanks so much. Let's get into it. So Michael B. Jordan was out promoting Creed 3 when he was stopped by E.T. and the outlet immediately launched into asking him about the DC role of Black Superman as if it were already a done deal. You can watch the video yourself in his his immediate reaction is pretty interesting because we've been hearing about a black Superman movie, multiple different versions for years now. And Michael B. Jordan is a great actor and has been a fan favorite for a black Superman role and has been rumored and reported to have been in active development for a Superman project through HBO Max a while back. I can't remember if it was an HBO Max movie or if it was going to be an HBO Max TV series. Forgive me, it's been a couple of years now. But when James Gunn and Peter Safran announced that Henry Cavill would no longer be coming back as Superman, a confirmation did sneak by that most people haven't talked about is that Ta-Nehisi Coates and J.J. Abrams' Black Superman movie was still confirmed to be in the works, which was a very different Superman than the one that Michael B. Jordan was reportedly working on. The Michael B. Jordan one was going to be a Val Zod where he is the son of General Zod from another dimension and then he comes to Earth. Whereas the Ta-Nehisi Coates, J.J. Abrams Superman project sounds like it's going to be more of the Black President Superman run. Now, he could be shooting this down just simply because he's there to talk about Creed 3 and doesn't want to talk about his other projects, either past or future. And I totally get that and respect that. So it could be exactly that the reporter was definitely baiting but she was just doing her job so be it but if the tani hisi coats jj abrams black superman project is in the works and it's not the same project as jj abrams superman excuse me james gunn's superman legacy project then that would make us assume the Ta-Nehisi Coates, J.J. Abrams project would fall under that DC Elseworlds label. And I don't really see how many other Superman projects. You got a, a Michael B. Jordan project that's going to be a DC Elseworlds. You got the J.J. Abrams project that's going to be DC Elseworlds. But you can't fit a Henry Cavill one in there. Come on. Or maybe the Michael B. Jordan project isn't happening in favor of the J.J. Abrams one. And maybe that's why he shot it down so quickly and kind of shot it down pretty quickly because he doesn't want to talk about it. It's a project that he was excited about that it's maybe not happening anymore. Or maybe it's the reverse. Maybe it is happening and there's a lot of excitement going on behind the scenes that he just really doesn't want people to know about yet. And the fact that we're even asking him about it is too much. I don't know. I could honestly see it going either way. But what do you think about this? Do you think Michael B. Jordan's Superman movie is going to happen? Do you think it's not going to happen? And do you want to see it happen? Let us know in the comments below, as we'd really like to hear your thoughts on this. The upcoming Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse movie has a lot of comic book fans excited for the anticipated sequel. And insider Matthew Baloney has given us some reasons to maybe hold off on our expectation level. Quote, it cost a lot more than the first one because they had a bunch of problems on this one. They scrapped a bunch of stuff and went back. It's Lord Miller, and they kind of write as they go. 
Their off-the-cuff changes to the script allegedly caused the movie's budget to grow. The first film cost $90 million to make, meaning the budget of this sequel, which promises to expand on the franchise, may be over $100 million. Now, some Spidey fans might be worried when they hear Lord and Miller is kind of writing as they go. And to be honest, I'm not super familiar with all of Lord Miller's work. Of course, I've seen a, a handful of their projects, and I've been a fan of some and not a fan of others. But that being said, I really am looking forward to this movie, and I absolutely loved the first one. I've loved the trailers from everything I've seen from this upcoming one, and this report from Matthew Baloney stating that they had scrapped a bunch of stuff. Honestly, that just makes me hope that we get some cool deleted scenes. But hopefully it's not a case where they took it in a direction where it's just so off the rails, so bizarre, so bonkers that the studio said, no, 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 you have to go back and you have to fix this right away, which I believe is exactly what happened with Solo, A Star Wars Story. Disney saw what they were doing, saw, oh crap, this is not the movie we wanted, and had to do a last minute or kind of go back and rework things. I don't necessarily think that's what happened with this film but what do you guys think are you excited for across the spider-verse still does this report kind of damper any of your expectation level or are you confident that this film is going to deliver i mean the trailers have been extremely good and the first film was very well done but whatever you guys think i'd love to hear your thoughts on this Speaking of hearing people's thoughts, apparently James Gunn and Peter Safran did not want to hear Arrow versus Mark Guggenheim's thoughts, who, of course, if you did not know, is one of the three main architects, creators behind the Arrowverse with Andrew Kreisberg and Greg Berlanti. Now, Guggenheim reveals that he wasn't contacted when the plans for Gunn and Safran's new DCU began coming together. It is known that James Gunn and Peter Safran did have a couple of meetings with Greg Berlanti. It is known that David Zaslav himself was actually looking at Greg Berlanti to take over DC Studios and that Greg Berlanti was at least one of a handful of contenders. Mark Guggenheim, on the other hand, was not. And though he understands and appreciates the duo wanting to start fresh with a vision, quote, as ambitious as the DC Universe deserves, he also added, I would have liked to have gotten at least a meeting. As he saw it, the gesture would have been a small recognition of his efforts to influence. The grand tapestry that is the DC Universe. Guggenheim ended the excerpt with, I'd only spent nine years toiling in that vineyard after all. Not including many comic books like The Flash, Batman Confidential, Adventures of Superman, and Justice Society of America. He continued by adding that the original update would have had some other stuff, which basically boiled down to me lamenting that although working for DC had been creatively fulfilling, it involved a lot of adversity, challenges, and personal sacrifices, none of which seemed to have actually paid off. Simply put, on a career level, Guggenheim feels deeply grateful for the fans who've supported the Arrowverse over the years, but feels like, in a way, it was a waste of his time. He went on to say, I don't mean to belittle this in the slightest. Fans loved what we did. There were tweets, there were posts, there were memes, there was much discussion, all of which I was and remain deeply grateful for. Working on this, these shows, we always reminded ourselves that the opposite of love was not hate, it was apathy, and no matter what, there was never any apathy. Now, I don't know if that's still true for the current season of The Flash or the rest of what remains of the Arrowverse before it's finally ended semi-unceremoniously. 
But it is interesting to know that Mark Guggenheim has not even been contacted, not even a phone call, apparently, by James Gunn and Peter Safran. I don't think they necessarily need to, and I do understand them wanting to start fresh, look at, you know, live action, big screen time directors, writers, and producers to get the best in the business for the DC characters who deserve the best in the business, the Christopher Nolans, the Charles Rovins, the James Gunns even. Obviously, I wouldn't put James Gunn on the same totem pole as Christopher Nolan, but you get what I'm saying. They are not going to be going after CW-style writers, directors, producers, so forth. Although... I am a huge fan of a lot of the stuff that these guys did in the Arrowverse. And I know that's really unpopular to say nowadays, especially the way the Arrowverse has gone. But there was a handful of years, man, where Arrow and Flash were the best comic book shows on TV, and it wasn't even close. But hey, that's just my opinion. I do understand them not wanting to bring guys like Mark Guggenheim and guys like Greg Berlanti into their new DCU same reasons why they're not bringing Zack Snyder or people that they've worked with in the past. They don't want any dirty laundry. They don't want any ties to past projects unless it's their own. But what do you guys think of this? Do you feel bad for Mark Guggenheim? I mean, he worked on the Arrowverse for basically a decade with these characters, gave us some really entertaining content over the years is very beloved in the industry and in the business, and is respected. So I do understand why he's feeling a little disappointed with the way it's ending. Because not only is it ending kind of unceremoniously for the Arrowverse, but also for the creatives behind the scenes. I'm sure some of them might feel fulfilled, but I know a lot of us don't. But here's hoping that it all ends some way positive, Whatever you guys think about this, let us know in the comments below. Thank you so much for watching this video. Please consider subscribing to the channel as it really does help support us. My name is Derek. Thank you for watching. Until next time, have a great day.